Hi, welcome to, uh, this is Brendan Six, uh, 26 years, whatever weeks, and etc, etc. Yeah, so I'm going to do a solo podcast. I'm on my way, it's now Sunday, November 25th. I just realized I mislabeled a show name that I uploaded on my private YouTube to watch back a match. But I'm on my way to the rock pile to face Jake Jones for the Brass Knuckles Championship. Uh, yep, I'm on my way there. I just left my house, literally just pulled out my driveway. It's about 11.40. Ooh. And yeah, so, uh, on Friday I turned 26, November 23rd. Thank you for any of the, uh, well wishes on my birthday. And, uh, yeah, I was going to record this on the Thursday, but I needed to sleep. On that day, I was going to go train at Crossbody in Kitchener or Hamilton Pro Wrestling in Hamilton. And I didn't get a chance to because I needed to sleep because I got no sleep in the two days prior to that. So this was going to be recorded on my last day of 26, and then it was going to be recorded on my first day of 26, my last day of 25, etc., etc., and I procrastinated. Uh, procrastination is something that I have a problem with that I'm trying to uh, improve on. And uh, that's what I'm going to talk about in this. It's a lot of what's happened and led to my personal growth over the course of the last 12 months. So uh, I talked about mental breakdowns in the first episode. To be honest, I don't remember how detailed I got about stuff. Hold on one second. I'm just going to have a sip of my uh, coffee. And, uh, yeah, so, last October, or October 2017, I, um, I was very overwhelmed at work, and, uh, yeah, I just didn't like it. Uh, had vacation time around my birthday, went to a wrestling camp in St. Louis with Michael Elgin, uh, drove down with Jake Jones, actually, Dylan Daniels, and, uh, Brett Michael David, BMD. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, yeah, but just overwhelmed, and I always had the attitude that it's a shitty job, I can just go find another shitty job. And, uh, that attitude isn't the best to have, because at least if you're the best employee you can be, that means you're probably better than a lot of the other people. And, uh, what I think screwed me up was I was hired with people that were, like, 15, 20 years older than me, but they're hired in the exact same position I am in. Uh, so it's like, what did you do in the 15 years you have on me that led to you to be in this situation? And I would just look at some people and think about how did they ever have any hopes and dreams or did they just want to be not normal, but just be whatever and not succeed or rise up in the ranks and just be a cog in the machine. Especially because I kind of do general labor work. So, yeah, that always screwed with me. That's like, oh, in 20 years, I'd just be in the same position. That's why I've pursued wrestling, entertainment-wise, whatever. This is going to be a lot of rambling today, I'm pretty sure. 
but uh, I'm just going to be very heartfelt and honest, because I just need to get this out. Uh, you guys are basically my therapist, so thank you for uh, being my therapy so I don't have to go to a therapist, which I said on an earlier episode, I'm just scared, because I don't want to know what's wrong with me. Like, I'll go to the doctor in an instant if my knee's fucked up, or my ankle, or whatever. Uh, if I need stitches, I'll go to the doctor, or whatever. But, like, mental health-wise, it's like, I don't want to know what's wrong with me. So, but I feel like a lot of people feel that about a lot of things in their life. And so I completely understand where they come from. Uh, but yeah, so that happened in October, took a little break, November... I had a blow-up with my family in uh, February. That It was one of those moments, like in a TV show, where um, you just blurt out what you're thinking. And it could be a good moment in, like, a romantic comedy or a teenage drama where the nerd or whoever professes their love, and they're like, oh my god, and they kiss in the rain or whatever. Or it's a moment of, I fucking hate you, and we need a divorce. It's one of those moments, but I just blew up, and I realized why I've been so resentful with my family, that I feel that I've not progressed forward in the five years since we moved into the new house, that I put my name on the mortgage to help out my family, because I always say I'm a piece of shit, but, like, I just wish... I was more of a scumbag than I actually am. I'm a very nice person. I'm a people pleaser. But I wish I was a piece of shit. Because I feel like life would have been so much easier if I was. But yeah, that's always my go-to now. Of like, oh, I wish I was more of a piece of shit than I actually am. Fast forward um, to uh, what was happening on the wrestling side of my life. Whereas my personal life... I realized I let it out loud of, like, I feel like my family's held me back from having successful relationships in my life, and I've... Jody Threat made me realize later on, that was more in the summer, of how neglected I was as a child, and that's why I'm fucked up now, and I'm just searching for love. Brent Banks told me that there's a metaphor. These are two people that I opened up to so much, and I appreciate their friendship so fucking much. But uh, Brent Banks associated to there's a cup of love that your parents or family or whoever is supposed to fill up in your life. And my cup was never filled up enough, so I don't know how to give it to other people. Like, if I go on a date with a girl, I'm probably going to think I'm falling in love in a minute. Like, oh no, I just started talking to this girl over text messages or whatever. Oh, she's really funny. We go on a date, it's like, oh... But then I'm very inexperienced and I'm very self-conscious about the whole... This was before Me Too, but it's just very much, oh, I don't want to be too... I don't want to be that jerk because I have a sister. Uh, I don't want to be that jerk that's too forward. But then at the same time, I don't know how to put any moves on to move forward. Which prevented me in a relationship that I had over the summer of... There were signs there, but I didn't read them until it was not too late but it was way too obvious funny story i went to hug a girl goodbye she went in for a kiss i realized it slightly too late and i kissed her not on the cheek but on the jawline that's fucking weird but yeah so just talking about a lot of that stuff opening up about that to people not being ashamed for any of the stuff that i feel like oh no i mean i'm inexperienced so it's all this and whatever but 
yeah, uh, my close group of friends now I'm way more open with, and there's a lot of therapy sessions. But, so while on my per- personal life, I was very much trying to figure out who I was and what I was looking for and why I was the way I was, professionally in wrestling, last year around my birthday, we were still doing the Riot Makers, we were starting to do more shows. By the end of December, we had three tag championships in Kitchener, Barry, and NSW. Uh, We were told that there's plans for us at different places. And then, uh, as you heard on previous episode, uh, our schedules were just too busy. So, like, North Bay wanted to put a tag championships on us, but we couldn't go there because Mark was in Chicago, I was doing this, whatever. Uh, Stratos is a proper adult, so he was doing uh, his own thing. And... uh, it was just this whole, oh, fuck, trying to coordinate our schedules and be a team. And it's like, oh, we all love each other. We all are having fun. But we're all busy and we're all just trying to get better ourselves. So we're all getting booked everywhere else. Uh, and then uh, we decided to have a disbandment. I think it was the first week of December. Me and Mark talked on the phone and we scheduled our dates so we could lose uh, some tag championships do business the right way. Uh, brother... <laughs> Uh, and then I I started wearing a bunny mask on the Remembrance Day show in Barry Wrestling. I got the bunny mask on a discount November 1st from a, uh, from a, I forget what the Halloween store is called. I think it's Scream or something like that. Um, so we, I did that and then I started wearing that for my entrance gear because we had face masks. And then that became my character. I just started going more crazy. Uh, I got hit in the head with a ladder in January busted me open, a huge gauge, it looked like a vagina was on my forehead, Uh, there's a lot of fun photos from that, and then I got the chance to wrestle, I got the chance to wrestle Josh Alexander in the second round of the Steel City Strong Style Tournament for No Limits Wrestling, the the first round with me and Kobe Durst, and we had fun, and then uh, I had that match with Josh, and tested me, and he wanted me to look competitive in it. And it worked, I did, and that started my path of going, oh, having faith in myself as a wrestler and becoming confident. Because the year of the Riot Makers when I wanted to quit wrestling, I just did it to have fun. I was very contempt with that was going to be the end of wrestling for me. I was going to become a guy that wrestles once a month or whatever. And there's some people that I message and they're like, nah, you're a lifer, you're going to wrestle forever and whatever. And again, that, weirdly enough, I needed someone else to tell me that because I didn't believe it. And because I was taught, don't believe your own hype or whatever, but these people have confidence and faith in me, and they're like, no, you're doing the right thing, etc., etc. You're doing good, you're different, it works. Uh, and yeah, so all those balls started rolling, good stuff was happening, good stuff. I was doing more character stuff, which is what I always wanted to do, uh, but I was told it was too much earlier on in wrestling. But to be honest, like, if someone looks at me now and it's like, why wasn't this Holden Albright for wrestling wise? Why wasn't that Holden Albright here two years ago? It's I needed to go through all the stuff in the past two years to fully realize what I am. It's either wrestling better or thinking differently about matches, different about spots, etc. etc. Uh yeah, I'm going to have another solo cast at the end of the year or the beginning of the new year where I'm going to go through all my dates and wrestling and just have a, a year wrap-up. But uh, 
So I started gaining confidence in pro wrestling. Uh, fast forward, I was having fun, etc., etc. Everything was going fine. Uh, I was training better. I was feeling better. And then in May, I had the uh, the thought of I just didn't like the way I looked in Riot Maker photos, where because I wore pretty tight pants. It's just because I'm a big dude and the pants were tight. Um, so that happened, and I just didn't like how big my belly looked in it. And I knew I was just like shitty out of shape like I knew my singlet kept like my man tits kept falling out of my singlet and all of that I didn't like the way that looked it didn't make me feel fine about myself because I always say like I hate pulling my straps down just for the fact that if I'm on all fours I look like a pig that was milked for like eight hours like I'm jealous if you ever see a fat man with like pancake tits that are just like flat and wide I'm jealous of that because I have full-on, like, tits. Like, I got funnels on my man meat. But it's slowly going down. And I thank everyone for chopping me because I'm pretty sure that's one of the one of the reasons that my chest is trimmed down. Uh, but then I just posted a before and after. Come on, let me in. Thank you for letting me in. Uh, while I tried to switch lanes. Uh, yeah, so I just took that photo. I just took my measurements of, like, my arms, my legs, my waist, hips, whatever, my weight. And, uh, I was committed to wanting to, uh, be healthier and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so all of that happens, whatever. Uh, to be honest, I've eaten way better, which is, if you look at me now, I've bounced between, in that photo, I was 295, I've bounced between now 264 and 270, and it's just because I'm not working out, and I totally understand that. Uh, but I'm in better shape tone-wise, because I've been eating better. Uh, yeah, so that's the main reason for that. It was actually the, it may have been August maybe June, July, somewhere in the summer when Smash Wrestling had their first Kitchener show. Anytime someone would tell me, hey, Brendon, you're looking in better shape, I'd say, no, I'm still fat because I know what the number looks like and I know what I see in the mirror. And then I talked to Daniel Garcia at a Smash show, their first one in Kitchener. And he's like, Brendon, you're looking in really good shape. And I said, yeah, but I'm still fat, whatever. And he literally just grabbed me by the shoulder and looked me in the eyes. He's like, no. Don't fucking say that. You're doing good. And I needed someone to basically slap me in the face like that. Uh, and then I felt more confident, but whatever. And it wasn't until a couple weeks ago that uh, I had a couple good matches. I forget what they were, to be honest. And then the Monday, I took a shower uh, before work, and I was happy with what I saw in the mirror. And then I saw a couple of Instagram photos over the summer of people doing, like, before and after Oh, Instagram model style stuff, so I'm not gonna lie. I took some of their advice. I pivoted my hips. Uh, I hid my nipples because I got like these giant pepperoni nipples going on. And uh, yeah, but I haven't worked out hard, and I believe that, but I'm trying to get better. But as long as I'm eating healthier and there's some improvement showing. And now I'm stuck in, like, standstill traffic for no goddamn reason. Uh, I think if I go here...
I would have gotten ahead of at least a couple people. Yep, slide me in. Uh, where was I? Body image-wise, I was very confident. I was very happy. I started doing the podcast. I haven't done them every week, which I hate because this is the sixth episode in like seven or eight weeks. It's not horrible, but it's not where I want to be. By the 52nd week of doing this, there will be 52 episodes. If I have to do two episodes a week to catch up, I'll do it. Coming up, there will be a travel episode with Shane Saber, Brent Banks, Vaughn Vertigo, and Jody Threat. All of them reoccurring on the podcast. Shane Saber currently has a injured foot, so I might be hanging out with him more to uh, do shit and different videos. Uh, yeah, so there's been a lot of procrastination in my life. I would have an idea for something, and then it would just constantly be, oh, I'll put it off, I'll put it off, or I could be filming a promo for a, a match, or doing whatever, i put it off, and then I just get to the moment of, like, a point-break moment where I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. And I do it, and it comes out alright. Uh, it would have come out better if I prepared. And, uh, so right now, I've, like, changed my mindset for... I've always been taught to have no self-worth like I was always told I was a horrible child for I'd hear stories from other from my friends of like them being borderline criminals or doing a whole bunch of drugs when they were like 12 or 13 or drinking I didn't start drinking until a month before I turned 20 and to be honest I went hard for three years uh by I consider those my college years because I was working at Cineplex uh but yeah, I was always taught, oh, I'm a horrible child, this for that, uh, and all of this bullshit. So my self-worth is so low and basically non-existent. I have weird self-confidence to hide anything else. Like that whole big dick energy Twitter thing, I consider like I have like this big confidence to hide all the insecurities of like, don't look at the man behind the curtain for odds. Shit like that. But I'm just like, I I read stuff, and I understand that if you work hard, you'll get stuff. And uh, it's not $10 million a year, but it could be like $50,000, $150,000. Like, I wasn't, we weren't poor growing up, but we were just middle class and just spent like upper middle class. And it was horrible. Like, that's not sustainable, and it just leads to screwed up stuff. Um... So there's a lot of stuff that I'm resentful for growing up. And then, uh, what else? Uh, so last weekend, I wrestled at C4 in an eight-man tag. And then I wrestled Josh Alexander at Rock Solid in two minutes. And I got way too drunk. I had a goal that I wanted to hang out with someone, whatever. Got two in my head, uh, overthinking fucking everything. My match with Josh wasn't that good on my part. The crowd was whatever, but we cut out half of it. I just couldn't think clearly. And it was just like this lack of self-esteem. Uh, I was very worried about my performance against Michael Elgin coming up in Kitchener next month, December 15th. Uh, I'm sure like my smash thing, I'm not scared about that because it's a multi-man match and I'm going to do well. I understand that it's, it's three people that I've worked with before, but the Elgin thing's a test. And I don't know if we're going 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. Like, I don't know. I can't control any of that. And he's fucking amazing. But I was also compared to him a lot, so I don't know if he hates me for that or the comparisons or whatever. I don't know. So I was very just in my head about all this. Had low self-esteem, lack of confidence. Uh, Even Josh Alexander asked me, he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, 
why are you in your head and I got too drunk and bad stuff, not bad stuff happened. I, I accidentally took someone's wallet, I returned it to them. Someone may have been punched in the face jokingly, but it's just like a fat lip, which ironically enough, I have a fat lip right now after my match from yesterday. Uh, but I had the, the opinion of, if it involves Holden Albright, Holden Albright is where he is. Three years in, uh, will he get better in a year? Yeah, because I'm constantly improving. But he is where he is, and the tests are all... I have faith... Oops, I just hit my hand. Fuck. Uh, and I realize I still lost my sunglasses. Where did I put them? But, uh, etc., etc., as that's apparently my word of the day. Uh, I'm not gonna overthink Hold on Albright's stuff. Uh, if it's wrestling damage, I can focus on wrestling. Uh, I'm not gonna try to text girls or hook up with anyone or meet up with anyone. It's wrestling. Uh, focusing on my diet, whatever. And then, uh, in real life, that's where I, I'm trying to figure it out and just going as it flows. I've taken more of a priority of making sure I get sleep that if I don't have to go to training or whatever, I will go to sleep seven hours before I go to work because I work between 1 to 3 a.m. That's my start time until 11 a.m. weekdays. So I'm just not going to overthink. Uh, I finally got a vehicle I wanted. My first one was a 97 Buick LeSabre. And then I had a 2001 Acura TL whatever. And then uh, I wanted a minivan. And I got a minivan. 2013 Dodge Grand Caravan with uh, Eco Flex Fuel and Stow and Go seatings. I am going to eventually get an air mattress and not live in a van down by the river, but travel around and focus on wrestling because that's the only thing I'm good at right now. Which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Uh, I'm about five minutes away from the venue, so I'm going to wrap this up. I have no idea how long I've actually been talking for. Uh, but thank you again for listening, and, uh, yeah, so I've changed my, my point of view on life and perspective, where it's very much, hey, don't worry about Brendan, just keep moving forward, as long as you don't go backwards, it's not bad, this year tested me emotionally, mentally, and physically, and, uh, the tests will keep coming, and I'm more prepared, because I've had the belief of, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it, band-aid effect. There are people talking in front of me. This is very weird. Man's bald looks like Jay Moore from the St. Catharines Wrestling Territory. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, follow me on things. Uh, what are my things? At Holden Pro, Holden Albright. Oh, there's a dog in the back. Oh, that's a cute dog. Uh, yeah, Holden Albright, Brendan Caulfield, Brendan C, Holden Pro, Instagram, Twitter. Add me on Facebook. Send me messages if this helped. Uh, if you have any questions and you just want me, you just want to hear to hear, uh, listen to you, I'm more than gladly to be that. If you want me to read on air, please tell me. Coming up December something, possibly, the Nugget Challenge. Me and Jody have sent in our photos. Space Monkey and Shane Saber have not. Worst case scenario, it will be Jody Threat versus me, I guess. And, uh, yeah. I can see the venue, the rock pile. And then later on today, I'm going to Destiny Wrestling. 
Uh, I don't remember their name of the show, but it's a uh, fight pay-per-view. F-I-T-E. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to go there, show face. and Oh, and my Take Wrestling Seriously, send emails about bookings. I was not booked any day but today for this show against Jake Jones. I went out of my way to message Sebastian Suave and say, Hey, is there any room on the Brock University show? He messaged me, no, he'll try. There was no space. And then he messaged me again because someone wasn't able to make it. He got space for me. I got to wrestle Daniel Garcia on my birthday. I'm very happy about that. And then the next day, unfortunately, Shane Sabre is currently injured. I got to wrestle his buddy from Winnipeg, Tyler Colton, who's a big heavyweight. And we just got to brawl. Tyson Dukes took a vested interest in the show or in our match, gave us advice on everything. And so uh, that was a benefit as well. And, uh, yeah. All around, just good times. I'm going to go pull up in the back of this venue. And then have fun, enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Uh, yeah, thank you. As I park. I don't trust that parking. I may have gone another flat tire. So I'm going to go over here just to be sure. Ooh. Thanks again for listening.